Welcome to another episode of Metal Mastermind. Co-founder and co-host Jason Stallworth, and also co-founder and co-host the Ken Candelas. Here we are. <laughs> I, I say the Ken Candelas, like he's like his own entity over there, you know. <laughs> you are the Jason Stallworth, if I may. Yes, and uh, and all you guys are the coolest, absolute coolest metal musicians in the world, and we appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of Metal Mastermind. So thank you guys. Uh, we, we're going to go kind of with a heartfelt thing again, kind of like last week's episode, and uh, and I hope this helps you guys. We we hope that everything we put out here you know, presents value to your life as a musician and also allow that to filter into other areas. But today we're going to talk about something extremely important, and that's creating your own path, finding what works best for you. And we're also going to talk about enjoying the process, how important that is. Uh, you know, Ken, have you ever have you ever wanted to do something? You're like, man, I really want to be this or I want to do this. But then you get into it and you find that you're just not really enjoying the process. You know, it's like, uh. yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, uh, oddly enough, it was one of the reasons why I recentered my focus on being an artist. So um, my uh, my my journey has kind of taken me through all different fields of audio engineering. And uh, after thinking that I wanted to be like a full-time engineer at a studio for a while, uh, I realized uh, I actually have no interest in working for anybody else but myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, you know, I think I just want to work on my art. And uh, that was actually an arduous journey. Uh, but it actually was very, very enjoyable when I look back at it. You know, it was, it was worth the uh, time spent uh, on exploring what was what was possible in the field. Uh, it gave me work uh, for me to live and eat off of. So I'm very grateful for that. And it led me to where I am now uh, with with an immense skill set to be able to create my dream project. Omeric. But you're ultimately like, you know, screw the man. I don't want to work for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most metal thing ever. <laughs> it really is. No. And, and it, guys, by no means are we saying, hey, go quit your job. And because and, it's not in everybody's, uh, not everybody's ambition is to work for themselves. That's totally fine. Uh, I strongly believe if, if there's not something that you want to start or do on your own uh, and and you want to work for a company doing something you enjoy doing and, and giving value. And it's, it's a place that you can at least halfway believe in what they're doing and, and feel good about supporting. I think that's just as uh, rewarding as working for yourself. Uh, working for yourself is, you know, <laughs> it's for some yeah. people, it's not for some. I, I work, you know, it seems like 24-7. Can you work a lot too? Uh, I work much more now than I did in my corporate days. But now, we want to talk about creating your own path. You know, a, a lot of times you'll hear this from people on YouTube and on podcasts like you're listening to Ken and I now, <laughs> uh, the, the social media, you know, influencers or whatever you call them. Uh, you'll hear them say things like, well, this is the way this is the proper diet or nutrition plan or this is the way to hold your guitar, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, people, there's a lot of people that seem to be zealots. They're like, well, this works, so it must work for everybody. And what I found over the years, because I've, I've followed different uh, different paths, you know, um, just simple stuff like how to hold your pick and whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, 
you have to realize that just because someone said this and just because they're a proclaimed expert, or even if they are an actual expert, even if they have their credentials to back up their expertise and their opinion, that way that they present still may not work best for you. So you really have to kind of, you know, chew up the meat and spit out the bones per se, and find those little nuances, those little caveats and those little intricacies within that process, the big picture that really work for you. You know, you, you can't always listen to someone else and go by that. And I don't know, people, I think people just become obsessed with a very specific way of doing things and they kind of push it on everybody else. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's kind of comes back to this uh, conversation that we've had for quite a while on what it, takes to create your own sound right that's kind of been our tag for a little bit and uh the whole idea about that though is it's not immediately obvious right it's it's something that develops over time it requires a, a maturity in your process so maybe for some folks it's you know it's just kind of like if you relate it to music you're learning guitar you've got your you know guitar heroes that you're trying to aspire to be and you learn their licks, you learn their songs, then you branch out and then you start learning other people's stuff, right? And then you start developing a wider palette of, you know, technique. And this all becomes, you know, forming what's going to be your sound. And I think for others uh, in who are especially who are earlier in life, right? You know, you're talking like anyone who's in their teens growing into their early 20s, they're going to be very much uh, impressionable, right? So they're going to look for... Uh, guidance in a way that might help them. And they'll try this one thing and they're told that this is how they should do things. And they realize, oh, that's not working out. And, you know, they may have to go through a bit of trouble to find out that it wasn't the path for them. Or, you know, they find out something over here that works better for them or they find their own way eventually. Um, it, I feel like that's a, that's a, that's something that gets missed with that conversation because, Sometimes you're you're looking for an answer and really the answer is not so much what they're saying, but it's actually a, a process to uh, discover for yourself by maybe attempting to to try their way. Yeah, um, you know, it's kind of like you accidentally find your path in a sense, if that makes, you know any well, it makes sense perfect sense no it makes because <laughs> I, I tell my guitar players that on my channel man I, i'm like okay i'm, I'm going to show you how instead of saying well this is how to do it or how you should do it i right. say this is how i do it and i usually make the disclaimer that it may or may not work for you and this is the truth in in many facets of life of course you know this one way may not work for everyone it probably won't work for everyone number one but secondly i'm like my hope is is that if it doesn't work for you the way it works for me that like you just said, Ken, it will help you find out what works best for you. So you're doing it one way. That's not working. I show you my way. Uh, that doesn't quite work either. But somewhere between those two, you're like, you know what? I discovered a way that works really cool. <laughs> and sometimes it's an unorthodox way of doing things. Yep. Um, and people will say, well, you're doing it wrong, right? You know, because <laughs> everybody's an expert these days. But, you know, the, the thing is, if it works for you, don't ever let someone tell you or don't accept anyone telling you that you're doing it the wrong way. If that's the way that truly works for you, you know, um, right. and I think it's, I think it's important to learn new things to maybe try different things, but there are some ways like how I hold my guitar pick. Well, that's never going to change. I've tried every other way, you know, the, the two first fingers and my thumb, 
that just works for me. And that's just a very like simple, <laughs> simple example, you know, well, but but also, um, yeah, go ahead. That, that attributes to your confidence too, right? Cause sure. you're, you're, if you're being told that something is not the right way, but you're confident that it is working yeah. for you. Um, that, that makes it a little bit easier for you to say, well, you really don't know what you're talking about because you've, <laughs> you know, you've, you've <laughs> got your own way. I've got mine. Right. And that's, that's okay. But, uh, you know, it building up that, that assurance of knowing that what you have going on is the right path for you takes, uh, takes some confidence to, to have that, that mentality. Right. And so you may need to explore a part of yourself that maybe challenges you to grow in that manner if it's going to be something that's going to benefit you um you know different types of uh routines or or methodologies of approaching a situation you know uh, all about the how right not necessarily the what or the why you know those things could always be stuff that you always have with you as a tool set in your arsenal for for life but how you approach situations is also very, very important. And uh, I feel like that that lends credence to that. So, uh, but you were about to say something and I just cut you off. So, <laughs> dude, you know, my, my memory, my memory sucks, man. So I don't remember what I was going to say now, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I just, you know, you see a trend though, Ken, all right. And, and all of you listening, you see the trend of, of people just saying this is because they're, and they're usually trying to sell you on their product or service. And and I get it. You know, we look, we market too. We want you to buy our courses. So, uh, but even in our songwriting course, Kim, you know, we, we approach that as we're not telling you how to write a song. We're not saying we're the expert songwriters. Our goal is to just get you started on this journey and give you the tools and give you some creative ways to come up with new ideas and really just bring out the creativity that you already have. So our thing is we're not showing you how to write a song. I mean, it's kind of how, cause we talk, we talk about the structure and we, we go through the whole, you know, process here in our course, uh, quick plug metal songwriters forge. I know some of you have that. A lot of you have that course and thank you for all the comments on how much that's helped you. But, uh, if you go to metalmastermind.com go to our courses and find uh, metal songwriters forge, great course that Ken and I put together. But again, it's just to help you, conjure up new ideas and bring out your own creativity and allow that to grow versus, well, this is how you're supposed to write a song, right? There is none of right. that. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think, uh, in a, in a very classical way, um, you know, traditional courses on uh, songwriting are very, uh, they're very difficult for everybody to absorb, uh, because somebody takes a little bit more away from it than somebody else. And uh, if you get too hung up on things like theory, then that can get, you know, lead somebody astray too. And maybe they're not really focused on the right thing. So there's a, that's why, I mean, we separated the music theory course yeah, from yeah. Metal Songwriters Forge, honestly, because actually, if, if you didn't know, <laughs> Metal Songwriters Forge initially had a, a whole music theory booklet dedicated to Metal Songwriters Forge. We actually wrote that for that course. And then we were like, you know what? Uh, maybe this actually works better. And we still left the book in there, but we're like, right. maybe if you really want a more in-depth study on music theory, uh, just do this course instead. Because songwriting doesn't really incorporate as much music theory as some people think it does. It's uh, it's more of a, 
uh, like being in tune with your, your, your intuition, or even last week we talked about what is, what is a genius, right? And it's just somebody who's in tune with the ethereal, the, the muses that create ideas and make everything. So just again, intuitive for their process. And it's, it becomes so natural for them. That's why people say, Oh, this person's a genius at what they do. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it came from with the Greeks. And I feel like songwriting is very much just that. What is what is discovering your genius? And how do you become more attuned to the ideas that you have in your head? And how do you how do you become better at translating and formulating those uh, so that they become tangible products for you? Uh, that's that's a really, really core thing about some metal songwriters fortune. That's what we really try to emphasize there, because like Jason said, it's not so much about how we teach you how to write songs. It's we teach you how to conjure these new ideas, how to tap into uh, a mental state that allows you to focus on your creativity and making something that is actually, you know, really worthwhile. And, and you actually see it through to the end, too. Right. You don't just create an idea and you just let it go. We want you to build upon that idea and see how far can you go with it. Uh, all the way to the very end so that and we walk you through those steps where it's like writer's block, uh, any of those uh, obstacles that get in the way of a songwriter. Um, so I, I just wanted to kind of mention that because I think it's important. That was very important, dude. And, and that's actually why we created the course, because, um, you know, you get hung up sometimes on riffs or lyrics. It's like, OK, I've got this really cool piece, but nothing is coming after that like i need to tie this together with something so uh that's what we're all about in the course i mean i mean it goes through for from writing verses to chorus to tying those pieces together to progressions to lyrics even we even talk about drums and bass in there man, oh yeah and accompanying instruments uh but you know the, the going back though to what we're talking about you know it's all about helping you bring out your creativity not necessarily the way jason thinks you should do it or Ken thinks you should do it. And we don't think you should do it anyway. We only, we only think that you should do it your own way. Uh, but we're here to serve you, uh, to help you bring out those ideas and maybe get some of those creative juices flowing and bring out that creativity that again, that you guys, you already have it inside of you. You're already musicians. So that, that is proof. That's your evidence already that you can play some notes on your instrument, or you can seem some notes. That is your just 100% gold evidence. And I want to I want to give a quick shout out to Nick Z, who also Nick contributed Z. to uh, Metal Songwriters Forge on that drum programming section. Oh, yeah. He has an awesome addition to uh, which we, by the way, we upgraded Metal Songwriters Forge like a huge overhaul. There's so much new content for those who have Metal Songwriters Forge and they didn't pay a dime to get it. So honestly, we're probably going to raise the price soon <laughs> because yeah. there's just so much stuff in here. But you guys, you guys need to really get on Metal Songwriters Forge if you don't have it, because there's so much good stuff. Let me tell you about Nick Z's part, right? He added uh, drum programming for those who are totally foreign to the idea of using drums and how to create loops and how to create new ideas. And also another really cool thing that he added was this uh, concept of cycles of inspiration, where you create a drum part, you write a riff to that, but now you have this riff. And now you start to write a different drum part to your new riff, right? And constantly feeding back 
on all the new things that you're doing to create something that really gels together. It's a really, really awesome method. I love what he's doing. And all the things that we've added here, everything from song form uh, all the way down to how to uh, elaborate on your lyrics, uh, which is the latest update that we did to Metal Songwriters Forge. We also have from our, our classic side of Metal Songwriters Forge, we analyze an entire song uh, that we wrote specifically for that course. It's called You Are Your Master. You're probably familiar with that. And with You Are Your Master, the reason why we use that is to show you how we think, not to show you that that's the way to do it, like we've been saying, but to show you how to tie certain things together. And this is where a little bit of the music theory comes in in order to translate what we're doing. But it's just to show you, hey, this is what metal songwriting can be. Um, and this is how we approach our music. Use this if you wish to your own music. And here are some other ideas and other ways of inspiring you to do so. So uh, Metal Songwriters Forge is really powerful. It's it's honestly helped me a lot in my own songwriting because like my stuff is very, very orchestral and cinematic and storytelling. So going through Metal Songwriters Forge also helped me out to really clarify my own and sharpen my own tool set. If, uh, you know, that that really is important for me. Uh, I love I love the course. It's it's great. I love it. I mean, I'm proud of it. That's why I guess we didn't really intend on talking about it today, but just naturally talking about, you know, creating your own path and enjoying that process, which we're about to get into that next here. But it just kind of naturally uh, it just kind of flowed naturally to talk about Metal Songwriters Forge, because, I mean, we're all musicians. And you want to write music, you want to write your own music, you want to write your own songs. Um, otherwise, it's kind of like, okay, what's the point? <laughs> you know, I know some of you listening do this as a hobby, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, I don't want to, we don't want to push you into a corner and like, you better start writing music. But I think it's just a natural, it's just a natural thing that happens that you gravitate towards. At some point, you're like, man, I'm just tired of playing other people's stuff. What can I come up with? And that's what I want you to ask yourself. What can you come up with? Now, those of you who are, you have the ambition, you have the goal to writing music. Uh, again, this is just a natural flow into the conversation of really, I think, can, and you've said this uh, before, you know, trusting your own intuition. Can you, your dad always said, you know, follow your north, right? And trusting that intuition as you're as you're going towards something, right? And that's your own creativity, just blossoming and follow that path. And again, we're just kind of here to kind of help serve as like a little lighthouse or something like that. If you know you're out in the ocean on some cool Viking ship and you see the lighthouse, well, that's Ken and I, this metal mastermind. So we're just kind of helping guide the way, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, no, I think songwriting. The reason why we were harping on it so much on this episode is really because if you're talking about going your own path, I don't think they're in a, in the in the sense of music. I don't think there's anything more uh, in line with that than writing your own songs, um, because at at the end of the day, um, I think like a you know if you're if you're doing covers of bands and you know a tribute band can only go so far. Uh, you if you really want to you know make your own statement in this world you have to take the plunge and and go original you have to create your own stuff and you know it could suck in the beginning but that's okay because <laughs> you're in the beginning you know if we're talking about uh you know someone who's seasoned uh songwriter versus a, a newbie like there's of course there's no comparison the songwriter who's been doing it for a long time has been crafting and perfecting their skill and songwriting is a skill 
Um, it does require your creativity as an, you know, an intuitive person. And on, you know, I think for most musicians, I don't think that's really much of a problem on being creative. I think the problem for most musicians is uh, maybe some structure to it and how to uh, tackle uh, things in a methodical way for a creative venture. Cause that's very, very difficult, you know, for somebody who's never necessarily dived into songwriting before. And they're like, uh, okay, so how do I even start? Right. <laughs> and it's, you know, well, you got an idea, start with that. Right. And then maybe, you know, you can build this one thing that might inspire this and this will inspire that. And then you have a whole bunch of ideas. And now let's see if we can piece them together and maybe create smoother transitions between them to make it sound like a, a, a thing. Right. So it's it's just not going to be something where uh, we could just say, oh, you know, well, we could show you different types of song that are written like mm -hmm. A, A, B, A, you know, and these different types of song forms. But you know, maybe your stuff doesn't really go in that route. And nobody should ever tell you that a song needs to have a verse, chorus, and a bridge, and all this kind of stuff to be an actual right. successful song. That's just a formula that people have used and people have created successful songs with, but it's not the only method of doing that either, right? So we have to just remember that music is music, art is art. It is your art. So you have to do what's right for you. and. Again, all of our what we're just saying here is trying to conjure those ideas may take a little bit of time and maturity in your process. But that's the fun of it, though, because you get to see that blossom in real time. Uh, and when you look back and you see how far you've come, uh, you'll you'll actually, you know, gain some gratitude and respect for yourself in that matter. And that will boost your confidence in songwriting, too. So uh, for those of you who are feeling like maybe uh you're you're just not there quite yet just hang in there just keep going that's gotcha. the, the 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 only way you fail in this is if you just quit so if you don't quit you'll eventually make it to the other side where you'll start really writing stuff that you're really proud of and i have no doubt that you will especially if you're going through metal mastermind for that so we have every confidence that our stuff is going to help you get there and on that note, you know, let's let's talk about, you know, enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. I've looked back at life and, and I struggle with this sometimes now. It's like I'm I'm at a certain place in life at a certain level as a musician, uh, this album, I want it to be something. And we look at that end result a lot of times and like, I want that result. But we have to make sure that we're enjoying the process of getting to that result and not saying, well, I'm just going to be I'm just going to be upset or stressed out until I get that result. No, instead, choose. And it's a choice that we have to make. Right. Choose to enjoy that journey, enjoy the process of getting to that result. And I think that result will will show itself a lot sooner, a lot faster. And even if it doesn't, well. Why does it matter? You're still having you're having a good time along the way. You know, there are some things where I saw the result and I'm like, OK, well, maybe I want to. And I, I've given this example on my channel and maybe even on here before. But 
we love Ken and I both, we love craft beer. So I'm like, Hey, maybe I'll brew my own beer. Well, I got a textbook and I started reading through it. I'm like, okay, all this cleaning, this, that disinfecting. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to enjoy the process. I'm just going to just be a taster, you know? So, you know, and you're a musician, so you already know you enjoy playing music. That's the thing, right? Uh, and I, I think you'll really love, and most of you writing songs right now, you know it. Like, I love the process. It can be frustrating at times, you know, when you get stumped, um, which again, that's why we created this course. But even if you're new to songwriting, there can be some times of frustration, but don't give up, plow through that, but just make yourself enjoy the process. Just enjoy every moment. If you came up with a new riff, even if it's just a simple three chord progression, be proud of that, right? Because if you're not proud of that, the next time you go to start writing, you may have trouble. You know what I mean? You may look at this whole thing like, oh, this is just not for me. Allow yourself to enjoy every step of that process and just celebrate those little wins along the way. Yeah, no, nothing in life is going to be, you know, floating on cloud nine forever. So yeah. you have to understand that if this is something that you want to do, that, of course, there's going to be some hardship along with it. Right. Nobody in, in, in their right mind would ever do music because it's the best way to make money. <laughs> right. Oh my God, yeah. So that's the whole thing that we're talking about. Right. You, if you're if you're still here because your parents said, hey, you shouldn't do music and you're like, nah, screw you. I want to yeah. do music. Then you already have what it takes because you already have the tenacity to continue to do what it is that you enjoy doing. So. Don't give up here. <laughs> Don't give up when you when you come to between a rock and a hard place on writing a song. That's part of the process, you know? Yes. And if it's what you really want to do, you'll find a way to continue to make it happen, right? And that's that's important. And honestly, Jason, I'm really glad you brought that up because the idea of knowing what it is that you want and paying attention to that resistance, mm -hmm. right, of who... Of, of like maybe who's telling you what you should be doing or the feeling inside, whether or not you're actually passionate about what you do, right? You have to pay attention to that little in, inner voice. Uh, it, it's going to guide you in a way uh, towards what you really want out of life. So, and if music is what it is that you want to do, then you need to make sure that you feed that voice. It's, it's nutrition, right? If you're getting that itch where, you know, you have to go out and you have to play, then you got to find a way to make it happen. Otherwise, you're just going to keep living on and you're going to degrade over time. And it's not a quick process. It's a slow process. It eats away at you over time. So you got to you got to unleash the beast, so to uh, say. <laughs> You know, I know sometimes you get frustrated because I, I get frustrated songwriting sometimes. I'm I'm writing lyrics right now and those don't just magically appear. And of course, I'm taking my own advice and taking the advice through our course and if, and that's helping. But there are times when maybe you do need to just, you know, you guitar players, you know what? I'm just going to take 20 minutes and I'm just going to jam. I'm just going to play. I don't care. I'm not even going to try to write anything. I'm just going to jam and just let that all out. Now, sometimes, oftentimes, you'll come up with some really cool stuff just jamming and noodling around and like, oh, okay. And sometimes I think is, is when you step back a little bit and maybe not take it so serious, sometimes we can get into our own heads and become our own worst enemy. And you have to release that, just release it and just throw down and jam, just come up with something, just go where there's fingers tell you to go, you know, yep. whether you're a bass player, guitar player, drummer, even singing, if you're a vocalist, you know, 
and just start singing some words and phrases. It doesn't even have to make sense. Just use your voice, right? And and maybe write some of this down along the way after you do that. You'll be surprised on when you kind of back off the like the seriousness that we can we can allow to take us over when you're songwriting. Back off of that a little bit and just have fun. Just you know, belt those notes out, play those notes, play some chords, some riffs, and just release it. If you get something out of it, great. It's not really your intent at that time. You're just you're taking a breather. You're just jamming, right? And then go back to the process. But again, you might write something really cool in that little jam session too. Yeah. And also I, uh, I really uh, like the analogy of knowing what season you're in with mm. your, with your process too, which is to say that if you're in a, and when I say season, I don't mean like, you know, fall or winter or, you know, <laughs> talking about like, are you in a, are you in a songwriting season or are you in a, you know, a promotional season, a marketing season for your music, or, you know, are you in the, the, the production season of your music? You know, these types of things, it's, it's natural to think that if you're not constantly writing a new song that you're, you're failing at it. And that's just simply not true because honestly, creating a song from start to end also includes the fact that you want to release it and let the world hear it too. And that's an important step that should not be taken lightly. And you should be focused on that step when you get there. Um, I tell my students all the time because they're saying they're like, oh, you know, I, I have a you know, bunch of students here in New York City. And they tell me, how do, how do you know how to balance right, the, the, the concept of, of always writing new material and then like focusing on marketing? Because it seems like it's impossible to do all at the same time. And I tell them. Oh yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. You you kind of have to say, all right, um, this this today, this is not what I'm working on. I, I'm not working on making new music because if I keep staying in the in, in the space of making new music, I may never finish the ones that I already started. Yeah. So you have to say, okay, out of the things that I made, these are the things that I want to see till the end, and. Let me go ahead and commit to that. And when you get through that process and you're finally on the other side, you you have your own album and you're like, wow, that's great. And then, of course, as an artist, you grow, you evolve. Right. And you look at your first album and you're like, I could do better than that. (laughs) And then you go ahead and you start writing a new album. Right. And this process always repeats and it's a cycle of repetition, but it's always uh it 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 really is outlining your journey as a songwriter as an artist as a performer and all these things and i'm sure jason you have what five <laughs> uh, so up on five yeah i've got one more i've, I've got uh overcome that's the new album is going to be coming out real soon i've got to finish it and what i like what you're saying ken because basically what you're saying is you know focus on one thing at a time it doesn't mean you can't schedule time to work on you know multiple things throughout the week especially if, you, if you're doing this full time but uh, you know, I, I find that right now I am focused on finishing this album and it's been difficult because, you know, we started Metal Mastermind. So I, I focused on guitar courses and all the marketing and, you know, guys, Metal Mastermind is, is more than just, you know, going to your course. It's a, it's, we have an entire platform. And so, you know, we've got we've got the advertising and marketing that comes with that, which if you're a business is something you have to do. You know, you have to let people know about what your product is. Right. Uh, and thank you guys for all the support, by the way. We, we really appreciate it. But 
we've got YouTube videos out there. We've got blogs that you know we've we've spent a lot of effort in building this thing. So I put my album on hold two years ago. It's been like a rough draft with the drums that Cameron Flurry recorded for me in his studio in Canada. It's been done for two years now. And I'm just now getting around to touching things up. Um, I have a potential sponsorship coming up. So I'm I'm going <laughs> to re-record the guitar tracks with that sponsored product. I'm hoping it comes in this week or next because I need to get to it. But I'm still writing Amazing. lyrics. And, and what I've done, though, Ken, is I've like... I've given myself a push. I have already talked to the local, the big guitar store here in Tampa, Replay Guitar Exchange, uh, about holding a workshop, a clinic, a guitar clinic there in August. And, of course, I'm going to use that to promote my new album. So I need to be done with my album by at least like mid-July, you know. So I, hey. I, I put myself, uh, you, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to put, or me anyway, right? I don't want to say this goes for everyone, but me I found that I need to sometimes put my back up against the wall and give myself that deadline. And I'm like, okay, I have to do this now. Hey man, uh, you and me both, like I had to put a bit of a hold on my own music to do, to make metal mastermind a thing too. So you, yeah, you, you and I, we have this, uh, we have a very similar outlook on what's important to, to make something happen in life. And that's one of the reasons why we really work so well. And yeah. when we when we start talking about our music um, to our audience on Mental Mastermind, I feel it's it's important that they understand what it what it took to to get this thing off the ground, because making an entire platform, which is what it is, like you said, it's it's a hub. Um, our Discord community is really, really active. I love all the people that I see are that are talking there. Yeah, Shout so out to good. Emily and Bryden, our moderators on the Discord. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, but we have a community of people there. We have our own merchandise shop. We have a course platform. We have coaches. We have a whole entire platform for educating the modern metal musician. That was no small feat. It took a lot of attention. And and when I was just talking about seasons, right, yeah. we were in the season of creating this business and we weren't in the season necessarily of developing our music. Our music had to really be put a little bit on the back burner in order for us to really focus on getting this off the ground. And you know what? That's OK, because it was, it. Yeah. it was worth it. It was worth to do what we're doing. And honestly, Jason, right, we don't feel bad about it because it all feeds back into what we're working on in the first place. You know, now we have this community of people that come together here on one platform and it's called mental mastermind. And we are able to work on our music and be fueled by that energy too. And it's almost in a, in a, in a, in a way, a renewed sense, because now it's not like you're just doing this on your own. Honestly, I feel very much, that metal mastermind is behind me 100% on my own project too. And, oh, yeah. you know, when it we're, all in. it all ties in together and it's kind of, I almost look at it for our musical brands. It's, it's a sister brand to our own music. Um, and uh, I want everybody here to know that uh, everything that we do has the intention of making music better for, for the modern musician. We are so, so passionate <laughs> about making music better in this day and age. We want you to be trendsetters. We want you to create your own sound. It's one of the biggest frustrations that we felt 
in the music industry today that so many people have been, you know, copy pasting everything else and no one's really creating new ideas. And you've maybe even seen, you know, videos on YouTube of other people who are also frustrated about this fact. And that's that's a big reason why we're doing what we're doing. There's not enough content to go around to teach people how uh, to 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 increase their skill set in a way that defines them in the metal community. That's very specific why we made this platform for you guys. Um, so, you know, when it comes to all of that and, you know, your music, just know, like, if you're in a season where you got to focus on other things that are important in life, family, you know, business, like all of that stuff is really important and everything needs to be in balance with that. So don't feel like because things are taking a long time for you to do what you're doing in your own musical career. Guess what? It takes everybody a long time to do what they're doing in this musical career. You want to do the indie musician route? Minimum commitment is 10 years. It's 10 years. It's not going to be, hey, well, let's show you this quick thing to get you over to the other side. And now you're going to have a million subscribers and all this. Kind of, that does not happen. It does not happen in the first 10 years. It, it happens maybe after, you know, 15, 20 years of doing this stuff consistently. If you're if you keep at it, you know, but you have to keep at it. And if you're going to keep at it, you have to enjoy that process. You have to do something that you're really passionate about. Otherwise, people can smell it a mile away that this is not something for you. OK, it, it, that's the one thing that I feel like everybody in this world has is a really good like yeah. bullcrap detector, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's funny so, you mentioned that though, man. Like you, you know, you guys know I play live acoustic shows on the side. Like I just finished three days in a row of acoustic shows, and um, and but I don't play crowd favorites because you know, although there's a lot of music I like, there's a lot of music I don't, and uh, you know. I've only had it requested a few times. Someone asked me to play Sweet Caroline, and I just I just don't like that song. And I'm like, sorry, I don't know it. Sorry. I've got something close to it. And, you know, hope you like that, which it's nothing close to that. But I just say that. There's just certain, and nothing against people that like that song. If you like it, great. But it's there's just certain songs I won't play. So I stick to the 80s. I, I play what I enjoy playing because if I don't enjoy it, you're going to know it. People are going to know that, okay, that person is just playing this to appease the crowd. And I'm not very good at hiding that. If I don't enjoy something, I'm, I just won't do it, you know? So that's a very good point. And on, on that note, guys, like when you're writing your music, make sure that you're not following what you think someone's opinion may be of you and what you're going to put out there sometimes guys and, and hopefully this makes sense but sometimes we will conjure up this idea of what we think people will think and it's not even real right and maybe some of it might be maybe because you know you, you people love to just comment uh, they love to just put negative stuff out there but sometimes we have this thought that okay well these people will have this opinion if i put this out there and it's not even real guys so just when that thought comes in shut it down immediately get that idea get that garbage the hell out of your head it does not belong there and focus on what you know deep down that you want to create okay it doesn't need to sound like this doesn't need to sound like that 
if you have a, a quote unquote limited vocal range, right? I'm not a super high singer. Well, embrace that. You know, Elizabeth, our, our vocal coach, talked about that a couple podcasts ago. Embrace that. That's you. That's who you are. If you play a certain way, if you shred, if you don't shred, well, guess what? It is okay. Be authentic. So we want to encourage you just to put your original stuff out there. Don't worry about what people are going to think because what you're creating is unique to you and it's something that's going to be unique to the world. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I have a, a quote that uh, I heard. Uh, do you do you know the band Rival Sons, uh, Jason? I've heard of them, dude. I think yes. I've heard of them for you. So I, I saw them one time in in, in the Mercury, Mercury Lounge here in New York City and... Um, oh, cool. He said this one that the singer said this one quote that was really, really fantastic. And he said, um, I love you, but I'm not your freaking iPod. Cool, dude. <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, so it, next time somebody asks you to play Sweet yeah. Caroline, it's like, I love you, but I'm not your freaking iPod. <laughs> no, there, there's just certain songs I won't play, dude. Yeah. No, I won't play you know, Brown Eyed Girl. I won't play uh, Sweet Caroline, and, and and I won't play. What's the other song that everybody wants to hear? Uh, the Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, oh, Margaritaville. Well, it like Margaritaville. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like, if you want to hear those songs, you can go to any bar, any place, and you're gonna hear it because that's just what you know. And I get it. I, I'm like nothing against someone who plays that. I just I just don't like the songs, and that's why I up into the era of music that I like the most if I'm going to be playing it out like that. So I play 80s rock, 80s pop, and I, I even play some hairband stuff. I even, and I'll venture into the early 90s. I even I even will play like nothing else matters sometimes. People love that. I, I just posted that on my Facebook from yesterday's show. Uh, one of my, my friends and, and followers got a clip. And uh, I don't know, I just, I've got, I've got a Maiden cover and a Dio cover. I'll, I'll venture into that territory because I love that. But again, it all, it all goes back to, I just do what I enjoy. I play what I enjoy. You know, this whole notion yeah. that, well, you got to do stuff you don't like to make a living. Uh, maybe you don't. Maybe you just do what you do and go all in on yourself. I love that. Honestly, couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, guys, we are we're going to wrap things up here. So just want to say I appreciate you for uh, tuning into Metal Mastermind here. And Ken, I uh, love what we're doing, man. It, what we're doing is awesome. <laughs> Same here, man. Uh, we love the process of doing this, you know, we, we, we love the process of doing this. And I couldn't have asked for a better partner. So much love to you, brother. Same here, brother. Same here, man. <laughs> guys, uh, on a quick note, be sure to go to metalmastermind.com. Check out our courses. Uh, that is what we're all about is really just helping you, giving you value. So check that out. Remember to check out Metal Songwriters Forge if you don't have it. We'll see you on the next video or podcast or the next whatever we put out there, which will be soon. As always, create your own sound.